This is our third and last session on Psalm 133, where I'm trying to show how I handled this psalm in a particular pastoral situation at a celebration of four of our staff members at Bethlehem Baptist Church who had served a combined total of 100 years. And my first point was, behold, how good and pleasant it is when brothers dwell in unity. And my second point was, this unity, it is like the precious oil on the head, running down on the beard, on the beard of Aaron, the priest, running down on the collar of his robes. And I argued that this is a, a sign of excess, like more than we need, more than we deserve. So first point here, second point here. Now today, this, this unity among brothers is like the dew of Hermon, which falls on the mountains of Zion. For there the Lord has commanded the blessing, life forevermore. So, Father, as we look at this section right here, would you show us what you intended when you said that the, the unity here among your people is like the dew of Hermon falling on Mount Zion? For there the Lord has commanded, you have commanded the blessing life forevermore. We want to we understand the preciousness of, of seeing this unity as dew from Hermon on Zion and what life forevermore has to do with it. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. So let's clear it away. This unity is like the dew of Hermon, which falls on the mountains of Zion. So if you were living in that day, and even today, we know what Hermon is, Mount Hermon, and we know what the mountains of Zion are. But just to make it a little more real, let's go over to Wikipedia. Here is here's Mount Hermon, right there, and it is uh, 9,232 feet tall, and it's located... Right up there, see here's Lebanon here and uh, Israel here. So in those days, it was included in, in Israel. And about 120 miles to the south down here is, is Mount Zion, which looks like this. So here's Mount Zion, the highest point in Jerusalem. And it's only 2,500 feet tall, which is about a, a fourth as high. So that gives you some impression, some impression. So the mountain of Hermon is the tallest mountain in Israel. And Mount Zion is the place where Aaron does his work, or those who follow Aaron, the priests, do their work of uh, mediating between God and man. 
in the tabernacle or later in the temple. So dew, you saw all the snow. Mount Hermon was, was thought of as the, a mountain that, that has uh, rain and dew and snow, life-giving moisture on it most of the year. And this unity, David is saying, is like all that moist, life-giving dew and showers and snow falling in Jerusalem, in Zion, the mountains of Zion, from, from the great heights of Hermon with, with moisture down on the little mountains of Zion that get their significance not from their height, but from what amazingly goes on there as the, the priests like Aaron do their work. Now the question is, why is unity like that? And this word for here, key in Hebrew, is a real ground clause. So here's the explanation, the foundation for this comparison between unity and the dew of Hermon falling with all the implications of that height and that life-giving moisture falling on the place of this um, saving, reconciling work done here. Because there, this reference to this Zion, there the Lord has commanded the blessing. And then he defines it, life forevermore. Wow. So, because the Lord has established the fact that everlasting life is going to be commanded at the place where the priestly ministry uh, brings a reconciliation between God and man, because God has established that life, eternal life, happen at that reconciliation, therefore, Unity is like life-giving dew falling on these low, drier mountains. So you, you need to just ponder that. What, what does that signify? How, how are we to think about that? How, is, how does that work? How does eternal life being commanded or appointed as a blessing for this place, make unity like the falling of dew on the mountains. And I would say something like this. This, this, this has behind it or under it life, and then flowing from that life, unity. And this life is the fruit of this life down here. And this unity is the fruit of this God-given unity that comes from God giving life to his people united down here. It might shed light on it. I, I think it, it might be open-ended like it is, kind of strange 
because he's pointing to something yet to come. This eternal life here coming through Mount Zion as if life-giving dew had fallen on Mount Zion reminds us or suggests that there's a day coming when Christ, the Son of God, is going to come to Zion. He's going to come from the heights, a kind of heavenly Herman. He's going to come down and he's going to die in Jerusalem and life forevermore is going to happen. And the text that I thought of that spells that out most is Ephesians 2, 13 to 18. In Christ Jesus, you who once were far off, far off from the covenant, you Gentiles, have been brought near by the blood of Christ. So he came and he died, for he himself is our peace, who has made us both one. There's unity between Jew and Gentile, and has broken down in his flesh the dividing wall to make this unity or this oneness by abolishing the law of commandments expressed in ordinances that he might create in himself one, one new man in place of two, that is Jesus Christ in place of two. So Jew and Gentile united in Christ, a new unity. So making peace and might reconcile us both to God in one body. So, union with God and union with each other, all owing to this life-giving one who came and died outside Jerusalem, to God in one body through the cross, thereby killing the hostility. Verse 18, for through him we both have access in one spirit to the Father. So I'm suggesting that this ground clause here, the reason unity among God's people is like the dew coming from the heights of Hermon to the low Mount Zion, where priests do their work to mediate between God and man, is pointing to the day when eternal life would be decisively purchased through the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. So let's let's sum it up like this, find a place where I can write it out. Unity of God's people is like the dew of Christ coming from heaven to Jerusalem. And by his blood, his death, functioning as our great high priest to reconcile us to God, by his blood, making peace 
with God, with each other, his people, which is life forever. He died so that he might make peace with God, and that peace with God unleashes in the same event a union or unity between him and his people and his people with each other, and that is the experience of life forevermore. So unity is like, this unity is like the dew of Hermon, the heights falling down on the place where a great high priest mediates between God and man with the effect that life forevermore is commanded.